Hey guys, you're listening to a brief bonus episode here at The Messy Table because we are all consumed with what's happening around the world and in our own cities regarding COVID-19. Yes, all our plans have been interrupted. Jobs, events, trips, school, even ordinary runs to the grocery store. My family was supposed to be in Florida right now for a little spring break getaway with the kids, but that didn't happen. I know we've all been disappointed with one thing or another. Even more importantly, there are real human lives at stake. So let's continue to fight back with bold prayers and by doing whatever we can, washing our hands, physically distancing ourselves, by being irrationally generous to those who need some extra love at this time, and by handing out grace by the bucketfuls, yes to others and to ourselves. So the main reason I wanted to jump on here is because the coronavirus isn't the only contagious thing attempting to be widespread. Y'all, fear and panic and anxiety is threatening to paralyze us, but fear is not from God. As I was flipping through my Bible, I was reminded of so many people from the past who were facing fear-inducing circumstances, yet they were commanded to have no fear. I don't know about you, but this is a time I need to let my heart be saturated with the Word of God, to be reminded when God Himself or an angel of God appeared to people like Abraham, Jacob, Gideon, Mary, they were told consistently, do not fear. And listen, it's not that what they were up against wasn't scary or uncertain. I promise you it was. But still, the command remained. God told Israel in Isaiah 41.10, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. In the middle of the night, in the middle of a storm, with winds howling and waves thrashing, Jesus spoke the words, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Then, when he had just resurrected, Jesus first appeared to the woman at the tomb, which would be pretty startling, someone they had just seen dead three days earlier. But he told them, don't be afraid. In John 14, 27, Jesus said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. Y'all, the Apostle Paul was about to be shipwrecked and snake-bitten and would eventually stand trial because of his beliefs. But Jesus appeared to him in a vision and told him, Do not fear. In Isaiah 44, 8, God said, Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim my purposes for you long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, there is no other rock, not one. 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Psalms 46, 1 through 2, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Psalm 23, 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Psalm 56, 3, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. And finally, in Revelation 1, one of Jesus' disciples and best friends is writing this. It says, I, John, am your brother and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endurance to which Jesus calls us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Jesus. It was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly, I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. It said, Write in a book everything you see and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, 
I saw seven gold lampstands. And standing in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. Y'all, I get it. Our fears can feel justified, especially in situations like this. But worrying doesn't add a day or hour or moment to our lives. And even when there are legitimately scary things happening around us, we can still be filled with a peace that goes beyond all understanding. So yes, let's be wise. Let's be proactive. Let's wash our hands and avoid crowds. But fear is not helpful. So practically, how do we simply not worry or not be afraid? This isn't a command to ignore the issues at hand. And if I'm honest, even when I don't want to be fearful, fear can still seep through the cracks. But God is bigger than my fear. We're told to continuously pray about everything, to cast our anxieties on Him, to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ, to trust in our God over and over and over and over. He is our shield. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. He says, when you go through deep waters, not if, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. Even though we don't have all the answers, let's start with remembering that. Guys, wherever you are right now, Together, let's pray. God, you are bigger than any virus. You are wiser than any doctor or scientist or government official. But you also use ordinary people like us to partner with you as you work in this mess. Lord, we pray for this world that first and foremost, people will remember their desperate need for you, that we have so little control and we cannot save ourselves. But you alone are good and gracious, and you are sovereign. You have not left your throne. God, we pray in the name of Jesus that this virus will fade, that it'll disembody, that you will guide the leaders of our world and our nation and our states and our cities. Give them wisdom beyond even their own knowledge. Jesus, protect all of the first responders and doctors and nurses and healthcare workers who are on the front lines as they treat the beautiful people in their care. Give them patience and endurance to go the extra mile. And we pray for our pastors and teachers and creatives and leaders of any organization or school or business. Help us all to lock arms with those around us, whoever is around us, and show them your love. God, give us boldness and creativity and strength and compassion. Give us the power in your name to push back the fear and cling to our faith, our faith in you, not faith in ourselves. We cannot see the full picture, but you can. Nothing is uncertain to you. You are not surprised by anything, ever. You are not bound by time or resources or social distancing. Oh Lord, be gracious to us. We need you and we trust you. Amen.